Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Monarch Ministries podcast. I don't necessarily remember what episode this is, but um, today, um, as we talked about in the last episode, we're going to do um, the next uh, part of the Tools of the Enemy, where we talk about the um, main things that are being used in, in today's society, in today's culture, um, that that are being used to, to push against Christianity. And so today I have a really great guest. Uh, her name is Esmeralda. Um, she goes to church with me, and she's been a staff member here on Monarch Ministries for quite a while now. She does a, a great job, and she's incredibly smart, um, very well-rounded, and, and, and very well um, informed on, on the subject of, of Catholicism that we'll be talking about today, and um, really happy, happy to uh, have her here with us today. So hello, Esmeralda. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Good to hear from you. Anything interesting happened to you today? How was work and all that? Um, it was, it's been a pretty rainy day. It, it has um, been rainy here, hasn't it? Yeah. I, Did you see the rainbow yeah. earlier? Was there a rainbow? There was a rainbow. Where I was at, it was pretty dark, and so I didn't see any rainbows. Also, it was just rain, water, just, yeah, not pretty. Yeah, I I, uh, I started my, my new old job today. I went back to work at, at Subway um, to, to kind of clear up my schedule for, for school a little bit, and like it, it, it'd be dry for 20 minutes, and then it would just come down for 20 minutes, and then it would kind of drizzle for a little while. It was wet all day. Um, but the sky looked really pretty tonight. Anyway, um, enough about the weather, um, <laughs> us bickering here like a couple of old people. Um, okay. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about Catholicism today, and I think a lot of people get kind of confused, um, especially, you know, to the layman. And, and when we were in the old server, um, which you weren't um, there when we did that, so. Yeah. But um, there there were you know it was a majority I think, of of Catholics there, and a lot of people don't really understand that it's an entirely separated religion from from Christianity, and there are lots of um, very important distinctions between Catholicism and um, true Bible-based Christianity. So, uh, w- what would you say separates Christianity from the Roman Catholic Church? I mean, there is a lot of things that I could say that that's different, but also, like, they have um, in similarities. But one of the very obvious things that I like to point out when I think about, you know, Catholic in general is how they practice, um, compared to how we do things. Um, their Bibles, well, it's the same Bible. I mean, I'm sure they, rather than like, well, let me go back. Um, for one, it's not based on the Bible, but but rather the traditions that they, you know, follow. Right. Created over the years by leaders, priests, um, um, something I do. I did research and and found, although they do believe that there is only a single God who exists, 
in three persons, you know, as you know, how we believe also right. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They also like to add on to Mary, the Virgin, Virgin Mary, Mother of Jesus. At least, I'm pretty sure people, like, it's very common if you, like, go around, um, especially, I mean, it's more, well, I think for me, it's more common in Hispanics, where you see, like, you know, like, chains, necklaces, like, of, like, you know, like, the little model, like, the Virgin Mary. Um, They like to, like, really emphasize in her, like, they, like, I'm not necessarily saying that they worship, but like they do honor and like say her name a lot and give a lot of credit to her. And that's something we don't um, necessarily, you know, do that. Yeah. And I would say, you know, they, they make it a a point to, to pray to Mary. Right. Yeah. And then, um, one of the titles they give her is, is high queen of heaven. Um, which you know, they, they talk about how important it is to venerate and, and honor Mary, which sounds a lot like worship to me. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when, they think, uh, I mean, that, that's that's part one of the Ten Commandments. Don't put any gods before me. How does how do they reconcile that with um, scripture? And so, like, you know how, and then they will pray to her. They will mm-hmm. pray to her thinking that she is the way to like you know to god simply because she she was they believe that i mean although she was a virgin they think that she was pure with the with no sin right and so i'm just like well no no yeah um and and like you said that's that's one of many traditions um another title they give her is is the co-redemptrix with with christ um meaning that that she is a part of of our salvation and like you said they believe that that she was um pure and sinless which if if she was pure and sinless then we wouldn't need christ um if if any anyone can can be pure and sinless um of their own accord with without um you know being god then well that's not that's not what scripture teaches and and so that you know right off the bat the the first thing that that comes to mind for many people is is dangerously opposed to to what scripture says and like you said they they pray to her which um when when you pray to something it 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 defies them in your mind and you you made her yeah yeah no i was just gonna say it's like when you like pray to her it's like you're putting her in a very high position Mm -hmm. as in like she's like in the same level as god Exactly. Which we both know that's not it. Exactly. And and when you do that, when you call her co-redemptrix, she's she's part of of salvation, then not only are you putting gods before the one true God, but you're ignoring that um, Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man cometh unto the Father but by him. Um, it doesn't say but by me and by my mother. It, it says but by me. And so... Um, Biblically speaking, you can't put her in that in that position. Yeah, as I mentioned um, in our conversations once, there's. I mean, I've even seen it, um, and also like at work, I have patients that see see it as well. Mm-hmm. As in, like, 
they there's this show called it's very very popular among the Hispanic where that this show I don't know if anyone who's listening is familiar with it but there's this show called La Rosa de Guadalupe uh-huh. and that emphasized a lot of the overall idea of you know the Catholics and like you know the things that you see like and you know that's just of course you know tv isn't always real and but like the things that you see is like come on like that's not true like as christians we know that's not you know what the bible talks about that's not um what even happens in real life and um and the fact that they emphasize a lot like we said earlier how they pray to mary and ask her to like help them in the situation that they're in and then like magically it happens like it goes their way and it's like uh, no that's not how that's not how it, it is and in, in the world it gets fooled by that and so you know it, it's like how do you say it? like people just think that it's okay yeah and and we'll we'll touch on this a little bit more in detail later um but but it, it fits really well now. Um, part of the reason it, it's such a um, force against Christianity, you know, like like we talked about last week, um, religion is is an incredibly potent tool against um, against God's people, and it's something that that is incredibly confusing for for people to navigate. Um, and I'm sure we've all heard that question before. How how do you know your religion is the right one? Um, and and when you you bring something like Catholicism in, which teaches these things like Mary is 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 a co-redemptrix with Christ, or um, that baptism is is required for your your salvation, and, and all these other works um, that you must um, confess your mortal sins to a priest, or they won't be forgiven. Things like that um, that that focus on our works that that makes logical sense because um, the the gift of salvation it, it it feels like it's something that that should be earned, and so. Um, you know, when it's something that that's so similar um, on paper or, you know, at, at face value to what we believe, but we believe they believe in Jesus. We believe in Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. They believe in in salvation. We believe in salvation, you know, things like that. And, and you look at it at face value. It's easy to pick the one, um, the the road with the most resistance, the road that, that um, demands the most works, because that's how we as people think. And, and so... Um, with with that kind of in mind, you know, we've we've really established that Catholicism is is a great perversion of of the gospel. It it, it goes against what the gospel teaches. The gospel teaches that um, through Christ we are saved, and and not of our own selves. Um, through His crucifixion, our sins have been forgiven, and not through anything that we can do. Um, and to claim that any any works that we have done redeem us in any way from our sins is to take that glory away from God and to put it on ourselves and, and it's a form of pride. So if Catholicism is such a perversion of the gospel, then how how has it become so big throughout history and, and, and more importantly, um, how, how is it still, um, even though it's so vehemently opposed to scripture, how is it still such a large religion to this day? Uh. Well, you know, I did a lot of research on this, and I couldn't find a, 
like one specific answer, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it has to do with maybe if we look back in time and how I guess maybe the history took a big part of how it spread throughout, you know, the age of Floration, Floration, I mean. Um, I mean, it's really popular among the Latin America. Right. uh, And how, like, missionaries have, like, you know, planted churches, like, all over the place. And I think think that's one of the reasons how it's gotten so big and so popular. And, I mean, a lot of it, like, its teachings, you know, its beliefs, kind of correlates with how or, like, fits with you know, like, how the the world thinks, I guess. And it's, like, okay for them, I guess. But, I mean, what do you think? Um, well, you know, again, if, if you look in history, and, and especially in, in Europe, um, back then, Catholicism, if, if you weren't Catholic, um, then then you had no identity with with your country either. It, it was a requirement um, to be a citizen of the world. Almost, it, it was a very bold thing to to reject Catholicism. You know, you look at the Reformation and, and what those men did was was incredibly bold um, to to separate from that and to lean towards more or more towards what what Scripture teaches than what the Catholic Church teaches. And um, you know that the Pope had power over over. Um, several kings, the Pope had power over the the politics of the of the nation. You know, the Catholic Church was was kind of the the stronghold of the world back they, then. Yeah, and they had like. Oh no. Go ahead. No, I was gonna add like um, power. Yeah. I think power was also a very big thing. Um, religion, power, what uh, politics, like mm-hmm. yeah. like that. And and so I think that established a, a a real strong foothold. And like you said, um, they they sent missionaries um to to Latin America, and, and it's um the dominant religion in in Central and South America, um even to this day. Um, because of of the actions back then, and so it's it it's created a a great stronghold to to remain into this day. And then, like I said earlier, talking about the the similarities and and how um it makes more logical sense to us to that we have to work for for such a gift as as salvation um than it it just being given to us as as scripture teaches and so i think people are more drawn to that um than they are to uh true christianity because in their mind um you know without being influenced by the holy spirit that that gives them a better sense of, of security than than um, the idea of just trusting in God. However, you know, because they haven't trusted in God, they don't have that that spirit indwelling. They don't have that that confidence, that assurance of salvation. Yeah, it's um, security. And it, it's difficult for them to to come to terms with that. And and so um, Catholicism, like I said, tools of the enemy. The enemy being um, you know, Satan, um, it, Catholicism is a great tool because he can 
use the the teachings of Christianity to um, remove people from Christianity, to remove people from that relationship with God. And, you know, there's there's nothing new under the sun. Um, if you look in, in the Old Testament, or not the Old Testament, in, in the Gospels, um, and in the book of Acts, you know, talking about the, the Pharisees and, and how they treated people, what they taught was was very clearly a perversion of of the law that was given um to them it, it wasn't the same thing that god had given them in the old testament if it was then jesus wouldn't have been opposed to them um and even paul says you know the law is a good thing it's it's something that that we should follow um but because we have grace the law is no longer um a necessity but it's still a, a good thing and so you know what the pharisees did was was they took the law that God had given and they perverted it and they molded it to fit their own self-interest. And the Catholic Church has very mm -hmm. similarly done the same thing, yeah. but, you know, lasted um, until now. And there oh. hasn't been any um, retribution to that except for, for the Refor Reformation. And it's still got such a, a great following today because of um, because of that. And so, with, yeah, with a lot these, of it you can. Yeah, oh no, just gonna. No, I was just gonna say a lot of it. I mean, the proof, I guess you could say is, I mean, you can. I mean, there's a lot of churches here in Houston, mm -hmm. and without a doubt, you can literally fi easily find a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, I mean, maybe not just in Houston, but like, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Um, Catholic Church, and you know, it's pretty much you know, like how it's big. It's big. Oh yeah, and like let let's be honest, our our, our church it, it's a big building, but it's kind of tucked away in that neighborhood there. Like if what? if we're you know <laughs> going to church based on how the building looks, like Catholics got second place, but that Mormon church, um. I don't remember where it is, but you know which one I'm talking about. I I think I do. I yeah. think is we, it like we, in the neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. We we'd okay. all be Mormon if if um, yeah. <laughs> we went based on how the building looks. Uh, hey, oh but like some Catholic churches are pretty nice. Honestly, like, especially though. on the inside, like they have some art. Sistine Chapel, absolutely. Like, like we can, you know. I feel like, hey, our church, you gotta step it up a bit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let me paint the, the ceiling picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, why not? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you draw. <laughs> I do draw. I'm a, I'm a drawer. I can, I can be your assistant. <laughs> I appreciate that. You can hold the ladder for me. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you don't fall. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. You know how I feel about heights. Oh yeah. Um, so back on, on topic here, um, this, this discussion about Catholicism and, and, and the people who believe it, um, obviously people who, who subscribe to this religion, it's been around for so long, people are invested in, in, and people do believe, um, what they believe and they have a reason for it. But when it's so opposed to what scripture says and when it's so, um, divorced from from the bible why are they so stubborn about what they believe you know there's when there's a organization there's always a leader you know and and so if there's a leader 
everyone else, you know, follows the leader. And they say, I mean, I think, you know, I think one of them, the Pope, mm-hmm. if, uh, he has a really big, you know, like, influence in this whole um, thing. And, 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 I mean, I, I think since he's like the head of the, of the Catholic Church, you know, whatever he says, you know, they go by it. Um, I've seen videos of where, like, you know, there, he's the first one, and then there's others that follow him, and then, like, you know, they have so much, like, he has, like, so much respect. Like, the people just go crazy just, you know, seeing him. Right. But, um, I, I, I don't know. Probably that. Yeah. Um, with, with the Pope, you know, it's dangerous putting someone in such a position of power um, to where they can even go so far as to, to speak ex cathedra and, and add doctrine to the Catholic Church when, you know, again, uh, especially this Pope proves that um, humans in any position are, are incredibly malleable. Um, you know, politically speaking, this Pope is incredibly opposed to, to scriptural teachings, but um, he's still revered and, and, and seen as the head of the, the Catholic Church because, you know, who, who knows um, why why they've, they've allowed that um, to, to go on. If, if they were principled and, and, and um, if they were based in Scripture and based in, in what God says, then this man would not be pope and and neither would several of the the previous popes in the past but um because they've been so corrupted and and so um caught up in in these man-made traditions they've they've allowed this this office to hold more um leeway and more more power and more influence with them than scripture itself does and and that's probably the biggest danger of catholicism is that it yeah it um it gives the office more more power than it gives god and speaking of the pope it it, you know it's it's dangerous how the world has kind of twisted itself in you know the catholic church where you know as i mentioned before like two five years ago i'm pretty sure the pope wouldn't agree about the whole idea of homosexual mm-hmm. as he does now exactly you know it's it's kind of crazy how you know things are changing and honestly i think a lot of it has to do with like peer pressure like hey like we gotta like or like update to their um traditions or their ways or how they're supposed to look at things yeah. um and yeah. I'm like, no, like that's not right. Exactly. Um, that that's you know that that could almost be be seen as um, a, a good thing on our side. Look look at look at their you know we we could say look at their um, leader how how he's malleable how he's gone against what you believe now. Um, look at what I believe. I, I, my foundation is still scripture. We're not uh, we're we're steadfast in what we believe, and what we believe is is based in the Bible. Um, and if it's not in the Bible, I won't teach it. And if it is in the Bible, I will teach it. Um, yeah. And and with that attitude, and and with that solid, unchanging foundation, we can, um, you know, 
clearly established, you know, lines and doctrines that cannot and will not change because the Bible cannot and will not change. Mm-hmm. I mean, man can change, but the Bible will never change. Exactly. Isn't that nice? I... Yeah. That's pretty fantastic. And, and so, um, if, if there are any Catholics listening, um, your Pope sucks. Read the Bible. <laughs> so, um, to to kind of, in, and this is the question I've been, been really looking forward to, um, because this one I, th- I think really gets into the crux of, of the issue and why this is a tool used against us um, as Christians and a tool that can be used to um, separate us from God while giving the appearance uh, while giving the appearance of, of, of looking you know Christ-like and, and being um, respected in the world while while being um, without accepting the forgiveness of God so you know we're we're in a world we live in a place that's so focused on our own self-worth um, and and what we can do to to improve ourselves and, and how we can, can puff up ourselves and, and in that world Catholicism makes more sense than than biblical Christianity because Catholicism is so focused on on the works that we do and how we earn our salvation how we um, you know if we pay these indulgences if we do these works if we confess our mortal sins if we pray to Mary X amount of times if we pray to the right saint on the right day if we do this this and that if we live a good life then then maybe we can we can earn enough merit with God to, to go to heaven and, and that seems more um, logistical to humans because we want to strive and we want to work for that goal. But the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches us, um, for by grace are you saved through faith. And and so... Oh, just to add something. Yes. Um, as, a, as a Christian, just hearing that, I mean, I don't know, for me, if I heard that, you know, like, thing, like, what, all of, the, of what all you just said, it sounds exhausting. Yeah. It, it, it really, really does. does. It, it, it's it's. I, honestly, personally, I don't think I would want to do that. Just imagine going into, you know, the Catholic Church, going in there to the priest, in this wooden box. He's on the other side, and you're just, you know, you go in there with like guilt in your hearts, and you go in there, you sit there, and you know, he tells you, like, like what is it that you're trying to confess, or whatever they say, mm-hmm. and you know, you're confessing your sins. Like, imagine doing that, like, every week or however long they do it. Right. I don't, I and, mean... And, and how many sins do you have to confess before, you know, they're, they're all taken care of? I mean, how many times do I have to come right? in there and say, Father, forgive me for I have sinned. I punched a baby this week. You know, oh. what what kind of, um, I, I promise I didn't punch any babies. Just as a disclaimer, okay. um, I have never punched a baby to my knowledge, in my whole life. To your knowledge. Well, okay. you know, maybe when I was a baby. Okay. All right, then. I don't think so, but it's possible. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it, 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 the Bible teaches us that, that Christ makes intercession for us um, with his Father in heaven. And... The Bible teaches us that we have a relationship with God, that the Holy Spirit comes and dwells with us, that um, 
for God has not given us the power of, or the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we have in us dwelling that, that Holy Spirit. And, and we, we have communication with that. Draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you. There's no in between there. It's not draw nigh yeah. to the priest and the priest will draw nigh to God for you. It's, it's we confess our sins and he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We confess to him. And so, you know, it's not a bad thing to, um, confess your sins and, and to get these things out in the open with your peers if it's something you're struggling with. And, and I want to make that clear, um, that if it's something you, you've been struggling with, then then one of the best things you can do, like we talked about it a couple episodes ago with, with Jacob, is to be accountable to someone and, 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 and help them um, and, and let them help you to, to deal with that. But um, it's, it's not a requirement for your forgiveness. You're already forgiven, and your forgiveness comes from God, not from the priest, and your forgiveness can't go through the priest for, for um, to get to God. Oh, I mean, the priest is, I, the priest is, to, to be honest, the priest is nowhere near the level of God. So exactly. you're just pretty much telling your sins to another man. Who, so. by the way, is just as sinful and, and just as evil, um, just as wicked and just as mud-sucking as you are. Yeah. You too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So, you know, with, with this in mind, with these people who, who are so steadfast in their beliefs, with these people who are so um, quietly opposed to, to Christian beliefs, um, who have steered the world against Christ for, for hundreds of years now, how do we reach these people and, and pull them away from, from Catholic tradition and, and, and show them the truth of the gospel? You know, I have many, I've had many experience of how that came about. I mean, long story short, when we were visiting well, well we would, when we would do outreach back in my old church, my grandpa's church, my grandpa is a pastor. Um, the people that we would go, you know, after were, you know, Spanish speaking. And a lot of times I would hear, you know, the saying of, oh, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm Catholic or I grew up in, you know, a Catholic home and like, um, um, I may not go to church, but I'm Catholic and this and that. You know, and people, it's kind of hard to get people to understand that. Yes, I guess in a way, sure, you go to church is all right. Okay. But, um, you know, the whole idea is not just whether you go to church or not. Um, in a big difference between, you know, Christians, we once... I mean, we sum, submit our lives to God. It's basically saying, you know, our life is not ours no more. You know, it's it's His. We're doing, we're not doing our will, but God's will. And and it's true that you can see how the world has changed its focus from, you know, like you know how this world is so focused on, like, you know, their happiness and you know, trying to find themselves, trying to find, you know, happiness in their lives. Uh, with no, you know, purpose or whatever. But you, people need to, you know, like, understand. You can find joys, joy in Jesus Christ as a Christian. But, you know, that definitely that clashes with how Catholics, you know, practice. 
I mean, if you think about it, the whole idea of, you know, getting closer to God, as you said, or having no sin is, you know, like, for example, going to the priest and um, trying, you know, practice how to be clean, sinless in front of him, in front of God. Um, it's like how the world, where they are so focused on trying to be perfect and how others view themselves in that way. Um, if it makes any sense, how God, I mean, how the church and the world is so, so like, you know, like similar in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, by doing so, I mean, I will personally, you know, show them that they're not, they don't constantly have to, like, go to the priest and confess and ask for forgiveness and all this stuff. I mean, what's, what's that going to do? Is that going to do anything good for them? Oh, no, I don't think so. Like the Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life to Jesus Christ, our Lord. You know, showing this, showing this to them, we could change, you know, their hearts. We can like, tell them, like, hey, like, you don't need to go doing this, all this stuff, all this extra stuff. You know, there's a much simpler way, and that's, you know, follow Jesus. You know, going this route, not... You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's hard. I kind of think it's hard for, a, you know, a very devoted Catholic person to see that. But, I mean, in my personal experiences, but, I mean, this is how I would kind of go in. But, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, um... No, you're exactly right. I I think bringing them to the Bible is 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 what what they need, and you know, um, as we've we've discussed before, they they don't have the the respect of the Bible that that we do, and so they fo they're more they're more focused on the traditional part. Exactly. I think yeah. But they still um, appreciate Scripture, right? And they still believe mm -hmm. that it is um, perfect. And I think if if we approach it from a from a standpoint of okay um you you believe in scripture right and and they, they'll they'll agree with you um my kind of the way i've i've gone about it in the past is is taking them to to second timothy 3 16 and 17 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works and so and i and i you know kind of hone in on that word on that on that phrase that the man of god may be furnished unto all good works and say um you know their big thing is that they they have their tradition and tradition speaks where the bible doesn't um and and so if if scripture if the bible speaks unto all good works then there's no place that the bible doesn't speak that's that's of any importance and if we can um get them to understand how potent and how important the Bible is to to what we believe, then I think we, you know, it's um, like religion. Yeah, it's like religion is. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like religion, like the practices, doing goods. That's you know, like that's like. That's, uh, I just lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> it was so good too and i was oh, <laughs> dang it 
it happens. It happened to me earlier tonight. Um, we we just got finished with with our devotion for the night, and and I had something to say about we were reading Isaiah twenty two, and I had something to say, and I it just totally left me, and I I still don't remember what it was. <laughs> um, so you're, you're uh, not alone. So yeah, but I was as I was saying, all of that stuff that I mean it's. It's, it won't matter, like you know, having a religion or not, or doing good deeds. Like that's, I guess, like the flesh doings. I guess, um, but really, it's more focused on. I mean, anyone can have a religion, but at the end of the day, a religion won't get you in heaven. You know, it's what you have in your heart. It's basically if you have Jesus in your heart. And so that's, that's something that people, even, and even people in general, um, should, you know, don't understand or don't want to. Yeah. And I'd like to take this opportunity, um, follow that train of thought and, and expand this conversation beyond just Catholicism. You know, some people, even in, um, in, in more Protestant, more Christian um, denominations and, and religions believe that, you know, you must do this, this, and this to be saved instead of um, you must have Christ in your heart. It's, it's Christ alone, and it always will be Christ alone. And so um, the man who believes that I must believe in God to be saved and I must be baptized to be saved is just as guilty of workspace religion as the man who believes um, that I must believe in Christ, I must confess to a priest, I must um, take communion, I must take the Eucharist, I must um, pray to Mary, you know, a work is yeah. a work, and if we take away from the sacrifice of God and take away from how powerful that was, then, and, and, and trust on something else for salvation, then um, we're, we're not trusting in Christ alone, and so it, it's incredibly simple to be saved and it's incredibly easy all, all you must do is, is is trust in in god for your salvation and, and he will be saved and he wants to save you and so that was a beautiful point you, you brought up there esmeralda yeah i i don't know it's just thinking back of like all the times that i've like was i mean not just alone but with other people um when we go out and you know seeing how like um they they reject they reject the word simply because you know like oh no i go to church oh no i believe in this or oh like simply they just don't and it's you know heartbreaking kind of like well why like why don't you want him but i mean you know like like you said i mean well, you can't. I mean, everybody's going to accept Jesus, and we just have to move on. It's, you know, we planted the seed, we move on. Exactly. We'll let God deal with that. And I thank you for bringing that up, because I've been meaning to, but I keep forgetting. Um, it, it It's our duty as Christians to witness and to plant that seed, but it's but God gives the increase. And, and so... Mm -hmm. Um, don't 
don't be discouraged if if you you are talking with someone and they don't necessarily um, listen to you. Um, you know, you you've planted that seed. You've done what you can. Pray for them. Um, continue yeah, to be this... a good testimony with them, and you know, God will do yeah. what He'll do. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately up to them to to believe. And as a Christian, all we can do is just pray. Exactly. So, um, I think that's a good place to end it. Just remember, Catholicism is bad. Your Pope sucks. Read the Bible. Um, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, as always, the the link to join our our nightly devotional will will be in... um, in the description of this episode, um, you'll you'll get to, to discuss and get to meet um, and, and talk with me and with Esmeralda and with all the other guests we've had so far. Um, it's a it's a great place, a great community to meet and talk to other Christians, um, and and we have you know great conversations about all sorts of things, including this very topic all the time. Um, we're we're always in Scripture. It's it's a great place to um, to, to just grow in, in knowledge and in wisdom and in grace with, with Christ and with other Christians. And so with that, Esmeralda, do you have anything else to add? Thanks. Just bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone have a, a wonderful day and thank you for listening to the Monarch Ministries podcast. <laughs>